You're listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Ari Mejia, community and audio storytelling producer here at Vocalo. And in addition to producing Shy Sounds Like and other stories you hear, I also teach Vocalo's free eight-week-long audio storytelling workshop that we offer to you, our listeners here, because at Vocalo, we want to represent you on our airwaves. Your music, your stories, your Chicago. And so we invite you to apply. With zero prior experience necessary whatsoever, you'll learn from start to finish how to interview, record, produce, and mix your very own radio story that we will then share on our airwaves with the Vocalo world. Del Marie Nelson is a Chicago-born creative and performing artist hailing from the west side of the shy. In her piece, she asks, has hip-hop music affected the culture of African Americans inside and outside the classrooms over the past two generations? And if so, how much? Here's Delmarie with Teacher Talk on Hip Hop. But gangster rap, they were angry. And they wanted the world to know that they were angry. The topic that I'm covering is CPS teachers from predominantly African-American schools and from Generation X and Baby Boomer talk about the effects of music on the youth in their classroom behavior. My name is Del Marie. I am a creative visionary and performing artist, and I perform music and dance all across the city of Chicago, and I'm pretty well known. Am I famous yet? Check me out and find out. I am also a youth dance instructor. I teach dance classes all across the city of Chicago to CPS, charter, and even private schools. I'm very passionate about music and very passionate about the youth. Being in those classrooms, I'm able to watch more than their creative development. And sometimes I get a little worried about the music that they listen to and what effects it might be having on them. Let's get into it. Every day, we we played music every day. We played music when it was time for them uh, to take a nap. We played music in the morning that makes them say good morning, good morning while we have breakfast. Your music is part of your life even before you get here. Because y- your mom is sitting somewhere and she's listening to the, as a matter of fact, music might be the reason why you are here. Think about it. How do you think music affected them? But like the radio music, the music they hear at home. There is a gap. There's a gap in in, um, in music and there's a gap in tradition. Well, first of all, when rap came out, there was the economic turmoil in the United States to begin with. And if you listen to, to traditional rap, which came out of New York, you know, they would they were gentrifying everything in New York. They were tearing down things. Harlem has always been traditionally black since I could ever remember. When we talk about Zora Neale Hurston, when we talk about Langston Hughes, we all of these people are in the Harlem Renaissance. When Bill Clinton moved into Harlem, that ended it. And and gentrification is nothing but a nice word for taking over places that people of underprivileged people live traditionally. These children were angry and they and they and they decided that they weren't gonna sugarcoat it. Gangster rap, they were angry. And they wanted the world to know that they were angry. I was born and raised here in Chicago, Illinois, in the Austin community. 
I'm a, a physical fitness teacher, and so I engage young people into dance. I'm also a mentor within the school. My classroom was more restorative justice. It was like a pop era before hip-hop actually ushered in. So we probably would listen to Madonna or things. All that was in the 80s. Cindy Lauper, Mick Jagger, uh, Hall and Oates, MTV, and all of them then catered to the Black Bulls music back then. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson was the first music video that I've seen of a black person. 87, 89, hip hop was becoming, it was starting to get into the forefront. And I'm saying Russell Simmons started Def Jam, and then you get LL Cool J, Salt and Pepper. That was stuff that was making mainstream. Um, yeah, people started wanting to look like Salt and Pepper. Yeah, people want to look like LL Cool J, Run DMC, my Adidas. Uh, people in my generation, were, oh, they, they were clutching their pearls. But if you took your time and actually listened. Growing up, I was under the impression that music was controlling the minds of the youth and the adults. I mean, from the way people dressed, wore their hair, the cars they drove, how they talked to each other, I felt like it was the music's fault. Yeah. So do you think that affects their classroom behavior, the music? Um, I don't know if the music affects their, their classroom behavior as much as I believe that the lack of discipline in their houses affect it. Because these kids don't, don't do, they don't recognize that no means no. They don't, if you tell them no, they just keep on going over and over and over and my no don't change. You know, it's like, what part don't you understand? The end of the O. <laughs> How do you think music impacts this generation? Um, negatively. How so? Because there's nothing that, that guides them or, treat, or teaches them um, what to do or how to do it. That um, all they think is that uh, in order to be great, you have to be rolling in money and it doesn't make any difference how you get it. And then the girls, they teach the girls to sell their bodies for anything. And what's that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the bed, uh, um, I'm in the bed land by, um, what's that boy's name, uh, 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 TL, TL? Yeah, that's terrible. And they play it on the radio every day, like, like it ain't nothing. When you far as slang, I think we just had a, a, a street slang. I think music more so now influences the slang. The difference between today, the music back then didn't come off the way that it do now. And I'm speaking, let me just use hip hop as an example. Now, I'm not saying vulgar type of songs and all that type of stuff went around in the day, but it's just like now it's just you able to say whatever it is and anything you want to say on the radio. Like, like it ain't nothing. I mean, they demean me, they demean women, and then young women don't even have to have sense enough to say, that's not me, and I'm not gonna do that. Right. And and Cardi B ain't, uh, she ain't helping me. Lizzo, I like Lizzo. Cause she tells you that regardless of how, what, what's going on, and you get your heart broken, get yourself up and, and start all over again. A lot of people would uh, say they don't like Tupac, but Tupac had a lot of positive stuff yeah. in his messages. He cursed a lot and talked about the girls he bought, but he had positive messages. messages. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. 
So I think that make a difference. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll end. Okay. I am a student of Vocalo's Audio Storytelling Workshop, the Spring 2023 edition. This piece was produced by me for Vocalo Radio.